Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Happy New Year, West Georgia Wolves fans. Welcome into What the Howl, episode 44, first episode of 2021. I'm Jared Boggess, joined by West Georgia's Swiss Army Knife and my co-host. Matt Cook, your Assistant Athletic Director for Awesome here at the University of West Georgia. Yeah, I say Swiss Army Knife because if if you miss the Sunday's game, the man sings the national anthem, finishes the last note, and then goes right into the starting lineups. And I'm like, what other people are doing that in America? I guarantee you, there's none. <laughs> hey, but right before that, I had been on the uh, pregame show <laughs> with, with Coach Groninger and Zaria Bankston, and then I had postgame highlights after. So that was fun, too. Like I said, Swiss Army Knife, he can do it all. And even Scott gave you like across the floor, socially distanced fist bump um, after the national anthem. So job well done on that. Yes, I, I, I try. I try. So. so if you're wondering why it sounds like we're not in Studio 262, it's because I'm not, because I'm quarantined. Yeah, Jer- Jared uh, experienced a little bit of a quarantine issue uh, um, today, and we're, we're very sad for that. Um, he, will, he will likely miss this weekend's games. Um, and uh, and we're very sad for that, uh, but um, the games will happen and we'll we'll move on. I'm 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 saddened by the fact that I'm having to watch you uh, through a screen as opposed to being in Studio 262 together. Yeah, it kind of feels like we're back in uh, May and June when we had to record every single week like this. Except you're in the office, not at your house, like in the last uh, the last time we had to do this, but. You know the show goes on. We we keep we keep pushing, and uh, I'll be back. All right. So on this episode here on episode forty four, we'll have to recap the two or four games. Excuse me. We had you know two men's, two women's games over the weekend. We'll recap those um, women's at home weekend sweep over shorter. The men split on the road at shorter, and then we'll preview this weekend's game as the men host Lee at the Coliseum, and the women will travel up to Paul Dana Walker Arena in Cleveland. So let's not waste any more time. Let's jump into the recaps, Matt. Let's start with the women's uh, home homestand against Shorter. Swept the Hawks, first weekend doubleheader of the season. I know in the pregame show, uh, Scott Groninger was talking about how 33 years he's been coaching and he's never had to play the same team uh, back-to-back like that in the same weekend. Uh, but he's uh, 2-0 and in, in those situations. And it certainly worked, too. Uh <laughs> A six-point victory on Saturday and then a 30-point victory on Sunday. Uh, so um, if, if, if that's any indication, um, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, game one, we pulled it out, like you said, six-point victory. 78-72 was the final. Four in double figures led by Valencia Carroll, a junior a transfer. Her first year here in Carrollton um, scored a career-high 15 in that game. And then we got 14 from Lene Edwards, 13 from Jada Dooley, and 11 from C.C. Carter um, in that game. Yeah, shot one from 11 from three-point range. Uh, I am sure Coach Groninger was not happy with that. He was also not happy with, with our free-throw shooting. We, we did not shoot free-throws well on Saturday. He, he pointed that out in, in post-game uh, interviews. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there, was, there were several things to not be very happy about uh, with, with Saturday's game. Um, there, there was a, a, a slight skirmish uh, between the two teams that, that uh, I don't think either team looked very well, very good in that situation. Um, 
but they'll learn from it and uh, and they'll they'll be better for it uh, the next time around. Uh, so game game two on Sunday was uh, between uh, two teams that were pretty severely depleted. Yeah, and back to the pregame show, um, you know, Scott talked about how playing the same team, what kind of adjustments do you make? And it was almost like two different teams played because, you know, we lost uh, three of our top – or two starters and two two of our top three scorers. I think they lost uh, one of their top score, top three scorers um, and their post presence. All of our post presence was gone. Um, so kind of two different teams, but – but yeah, came back on Sunday and won at ninety-one sixty-two in pretty dominating fashion. Yeah, and and we and the things that we uh, didn't do well on Saturday with uh, three-point shooting and free throws completely turned around by Taya Campbell and Lene uh, Edwards. Uh, what a great performance out of those two! Campbell, what was nine for nine from the line? Yeah, Campbell was nine for nine in uh, Sunday's game from the free throw line. Three of seven from three-point range. And then Lene Edwards on Sunday, she dropped 23 to go with Campbell's 26, and she hit three three-pointers and was four of four. Um, you mentioned the free throws. As a team on Saturday in that six-point win, we shot 52%, 13 of 25. Not good numbers. Came back 19 of 20 on uh, on Sunday, shot 95% in that win. So a uh, big, big shout-out to the women for – for bouncing back after a rough performance at the free throw line. Still got the win, of course, but a rough performance at the free throw line, came back and, and shot 95% on Sunday. Yeah, and, and the second quarter was really the the deciding factor in all of that. Um, I mean, you're talking Terry Campbell, Lene Edwards, both 17 points in, in, um, in the first half. Edwards had all 17 in the second quarter. Um, actually, in the last seven minutes of the second quarter, if you want to be technical. So she scored seven points in seven minutes. And uh, and we outscored them thirty five to six in that quarter. That was nuts, Jared. Absolutely. Yeah, at, at that point, and I told I told Kevin Hemphill, who shout out to him for uh, for calling for us over the weekend. It would be really nice to just go ahead and put this game away early and kind of have a stress free victory after the way Saturday uh, went down. But and and that's exactly what they did. We you know almost thirty point victory, um, and and it was never in doubt in the second half. Never, never. Um, Valencia Carroll, 15 points. Zaria Bankston, 12. Um, just a, you know, good all-around effort. Carroll is smooth from three-point range. I love watching that girl shoot. Um, she's, got a lot of, she's got a lot of good basketball ahead of her. But you know who's really got a lot of good basketball ahead of her? Who's that? Annette Sintep. Yeah, Annette Sintep. Nettie, did. as they call her. What was that? Nettie, as they call her. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, freshman walk-on. Um, I remember Scott Groninger talking about it when he was on the show, talking about how um, she worked hard and was going to give a chance to, to get some minutes as a walk-on. And, man, she had to play some minutes. I think she ended up playing 27 minutes on Sunday, had seven points and a game high, career high, 15 rebounds. What a performance. Season high. That's, that's the most for anybody this season. I think Morgan Perkins had had 14 before that um, in the AUM game. Uh, so 15 is the most for any player this year. And, uh, and she was a beast. Uh, I actually talked with, with Dr. Kelly at halftime, and, and he was talking about Annette. Just He was like, she is a beast under there. She is just amazing. So um, really she started turning some heads uh, with, her, with her play. She was real athletic, 
and and has very good jumping ability. She plays like a four, but she's got the, she's more of a guard size, which is forwards that have been successful for us in the past. I was about to bring up the fact that for a smaller guard type, she can really jump. You know, she was elevating over shorter, taller defenders and able to uh, to score pretty easily there on on Sunday. But overall, two big wins for the women's team moves us to four and one on the season. We're in second place in the standings behind Valdosta State, who's won five straight games to uh, to begin the season. Of course, you know we had the big lead down there, and then went cold in the second half, um, and that's our only loss. But uh, we're chasing the Blazers and a big series coming up against Lee. We'll talk about that. Um, in a little bit. But first, let's recap the men's games uh, up the road, up Highway 27 in Rome at Shorter. Drop game one uh, to to the Hawks, 75 to 70, a five-point loss. Um, and, you know, the, as, you're, as you're growing as a program, uh, so, sometimes you just have have uh, times where it just, just doesn't go your way. We had a nine-point lead in the second half um, but, and, and fell off a little bit. Lost that lead and shorter ended up winning it. Arante Anderson, 16 points, only played 22 minutes uh, coming off the bench, and uh, and that dropped us to 0 and 3. All three losses coming by a combined 10 points, um, which really um, that the way they responded on sun on Sunday really really uh, kind of spoke volumes. Um, Michael Zabatakis finally back in the fold. He he had had the the car accident and and concussion from that. Um, but he, he came back. He scored in double figures in both games. Uh, but but Ding Nile in an 85-81 to 81 victory, 31 points, Jared, 31. That's a lot of points, and uh, he only shot the ball 12 times, didn't he? Yeah, second, second most in the conference this year, 18 times to the free throw, to the free throw line. Four, he made 14 free throws. That, that's probably more than some teams make in the first two games of the season. Oh, I would agree with that. So depending on, you know, whether or not they were in the lead or not or, or, you know, coming from behind or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, way we bounce back, heartbreaking um, losses to begin the year, um, it would have been really easy for to just roll over and say, you know what, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll regroup after this weekend. Um, but came back with a four-point win. Um, like you said, Dang now the big performance. He's fourth in the GSC in scoring, man. Uh, yeah, twenty one point three a game. Um, so we can't say enough about what he's done, and and we we talked about it when we did our preview. I don't think we were expecting him to be the one to lead us offensively. You know, you're looking at Kadeem Jones or Ronte Anderson, but but Dang Niles stepped up, and um, I'm excited to see what he can do the rest of the year. Well, he he's he's got he's he's long, he's lanky, um, he's got really good handles, and and really he is just in the zone. He is so zoned in right now. Um, it's very, very exciting to see. Um, but uh, Michael Zavitakis, we talked about him, missed the first two games. He had a double-double Saturday. I mean, excuse me, Saturday. I, I keep thinking that the second game was on Saturday, but the second game was on Sunday, actually. Um, Correct. I've learned that now. Calendars work. They do. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, Michael Zavitakis, 12 points, 10 rebounds on Sunday um, after 13 points on Saturday. So a good start to the season for the junior. Yeah, and another um, player who came off the bench for big for us on Sunday was freshman Cole Fisher, uh, who chipped in with 14 points, probably a career high for him. Um, I'm not looking at the stats, but I'm just guessing that's a career high, just, you know, four games into the season. It is. It, it's it's a career high. It's four for six from three-point range, 
And if you want, if you go back and watch the highlight video that, that uh, men's basketball or, or we posted uh, on social media, you will see a kid who looked like, oh man, I mean, the ball was just, he, it, it was like he just picked it up and just dropped it through. He just, it was beautiful shooting um, from that kid the other day. So a lot to look forward to. Hopefully we can gain some momentum and some confidence uh, with this win up at Shorter and apply that this weekend as we return home to the Coliseum for the first time in 2021 as we host Lee. Let's look at that homestand, that, that pair of games. Um, Friday night, 6 p.m., Saturday, 2 p.m. for the Wolves and Flames. Um, and uh, it's, it's sure to be a good, good couple of games. Got to get out of that saying it's sure to be a good game because we're playing two over the weekend. I'm still not yeah. used to that. Well, and Lee's, Lee, Lee hadn't played two, <laughs> two games yet. They've True only that. played one. They, uh, they fell to West Florida in the opener. Um, they, the next four games were uh, postponed, but they did play um, East Tennessee State in an exhibition game. In their one game, they had four scores in double figures. Um, so we got we got to watch out for that. Uh, was it Makai McGuire, I believe, that, that is the way that looks? That's how, without a pronunciation guide, I would probably say Makai as well. Makai McGuire, 20 points uh, for the Flames. Um, and I'll tell you, ever since Lee came into the league, Lee, games against Lee have always gone down to the wire. Just, it, it seems that it, that's the way it seems to always be. Just real close games, uh, hard fought, um, tough, tough, tough games. So I'm looking forward to it. So, but moving to the women's side, the Flames are two and one. That's a that, that's a, a regular powerhouse there um, in in Cleveland. They're 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 always uh, tough. They're two and one wins over West Florida uh, and shorter with a loss to Valdosta State. Yeah, the fact that Valdosta State you know caught Lee this early in the season it shocked me. Um, and when I was talking to uh, assistant coach Chatel Bradford, she was talking about how she thinks Valdosta State's going to be tough for anybody to beat. Um, and, and they proved that with a win over a nationally ranked Lee team. Um, back to Lee, uh, all GSC guard and a former GSC freshman of the year, Haley Schubert. That's who we're going to have to lock in defensively because she leads the Flames in scoring and that leads the conference with 20.3 points per game. So uh, that's your player to watch for Lee. And my guess is you're going to have uh, the likes of CC Carter guarding her, if I had to guess. If, yeah, that, that, I mean that that's probably that's probably true. Schubert, a five-seven guard, um, so that that's the type of player that um, CC Carter and Valencia Carroll should be able to to uh, give some some trouble to. They got long arms there, and they're they're taller than she is, um, so they, they they could make make it very difficult. Another player that might play into that is Zaria Bankston. Zaria at five-nine. Um, and uh, and she's a really tough defender. So um, excited to see what Coach Groninger throws at him. Yeah, Lee's style is uh, they're going to shoot a lot of threes. So one of those games where if we can keep them cold from behind the arc, we have a chance. But if they get hot up there at, at their place, they are tough to beat. Um, but we'll we'll try to end a three-game losing skid to the Flames. Those games are scheduled same time as our home games. If you want to follow online, 6 p.m. on Friday and 2 p.m. on Saturday to wrap up the weekend road trip up to Cleveland, Tennessee. Absolutely. So that's all we got on this episode. Kind of a short episode. Plans changed very quickly on Monday morning when we got ready to record, obviously. Um, so short episode, but we're going to, as we get into 2021, you know, we're into January, which means we're um, less than a month away from baseball and softball here. 
So we'll have some previews and some interviews with coaches and athletes from those sports, as well as men's, women's basketball, indoor track and field, also getting ready to ramp up. So look for some coverage there. Um, but yeah, quick episode. Hope you are ready for a fun spring and as different as any spring we've ever had here in Carrollton. It's going to be a huge adventure for us. There's going to be uh, tons of stuff going on. Um, make sure you're checking uwgsports.com. Make sure you download the UWG Game Day Experience app that will be coming out next week. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, it, it's a, it, that is a great app. It's going to be able to give you the schedules. It'll, it'll update you on the day of the games, everything like that. So it's going to be a good thing. So the biggest gift that, I, that anyone can give is of your resources and of your time. You spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our Wolves. So you've definitely given of your time. We're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you're not and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online, uwgsports.com, for schedules, rosters, and all the information. We're on social media, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves, Twitter, at UWG Athletics, and Instagram, at UWG Sports. Join us next week for another episode of What the How. We'll be back for episode 45. I'm Jared Bogus. I just work here. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And you're listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the How.